on the tee with Joe C. Love talking golf. Welcome in. Joe C. from XL Primetime. You can catch me noon to three weekdays on the Superstation on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Thanks for looking for On the T on wherever your podcast channel might be. You can go to 1010XL.com or anywhere else to check it out. Uh, I'm going to try and talk local golf, but I also like to focus on the PGA Tour because I work PGA Tour events every single week, and so does this man, Mark Carnival, a Jacksonvillian a resident right here on the First Coast, and a former Rookie of the Year on the PGA Tour. Now you can catch him, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio or PGA Tour Live. What is up, Carney? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, kind of relaxing after a crazy week in uh, Scottsdale, yeah. to say the least. Now, let me ask you real quick. It, now, were you with ESPN Plus, the PGA Tour uh, platform? Tell me what you did over the weekend before we get into the actual golf. Yeah, I was on the main feed all, all four days uh, on ESPN Plus. So, uh, you know, we've got uh, the main feed. You've got featured holes, marquee groups, uh, featured groups. And uh, I was on the main feed, uh, whereas if you're watching, you can get a little bits and pieces of everything uh, that we're doing. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, again, it's always a crazy week in Scottsdale and and this past week uh, didn't disappoint. All right, so I'm going to try and shock you like uh, they shocked him on 16. Did you take your top off at any point during the broadcast? I, I did not, but I will tell you, Joe, that <laughs> I did uh, both my hits on the weekend from inside the Coliseum. Uh, when we come on air, uh, I do a little uh, two- or three-minute hit. And on Saturday, I was with and amongst my people in the uh, – Public uh, public seating area. Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday, I did a little hit from uh, what waste man- which WM not waste management anymore. I got to remember right. that. I had to catch myself yeah. a couple times. Uh, they do a giveaway with fans that uh, provide tournament contact using hack tags, uh, uh, greenest show, and then uh, recycle right. And they're very comfortable seats, food, beverages, right up next to the 16th green that they can. Uh, you know, possibly win for the day. So I did that. So I was in amongst them, and I happened to be, believe it or not, on both Saturday and Sunday, I was in the, I was covering the group that was right behind the groups that made the hole in one. Oh yeah, that's awesome. The so, uh, <laughs> for, for people, you know, if you're a golf fan and you're tuning in, then you definitely know what happened. Sam Ryder uh, aces the 16th from 124 on Saturday, and then Carlos Ortiz comes back on Sunday, and it was 178, I want to say, Carney, all the way to the back yeah. left corner uh, and hit him a beautiful shot. But I tell you what, there's nothing like the celebration. At least at least, let's start with how, how cool it was before maybe we kind of talk about the potential problems of it. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously very unusual in, in golf, and as I kind of talked about, uh, you know, as a player, obviously you know what's going on out there. It's a big party. I mean, there's no escaping that. Players know it. Uh, players embrace it or they don't play. And, and you know, that's your right. Uh, it's unusual in this game because we don't normally allow that or, or or at least the fans don't normally do that. Now, it gets a little crazy at some different spots uh, throughout the tour season. But there's nothing like uh, the 16th, the Coliseum at TPC Scottsdale. And I've, I've always believed you have to embrace it. And I, I spoke about this. It's kind of like your, you know, whether you want to say, you know, it's your Magic Johnson moment, your Larry Bird moment, 
uh, your LeBron James moment, you know, you're in the playoffs and you're at the foul line and you've got to either hit the shot or hit the jumper, whatever it is. And, you know, if you don't perform for these people, they're going to boo you. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what happens. It's not life and death. It's not life or death, but you'll remember it. They remember it. <laughs> and, uh, so it's, you know, it, it is fun. I, I, I like it. Uh, it, it did get a little bit out of control, and you know, I was talking to a couple of the uh, one PJ Tour rules official in particular, and they'd almost had the green clearly, and then some idiot decides he's going to throw another beer can and almost hits this rules official. So, mm-hmm. if it was just the problem was was the cans. Yeah, if they'd have just had cups and beverages, it would have probably been okay, but. The aluminum cans were flying out of the stands, and that's not a good thing. No, I think you may have hit the problem area and also the fix. Uh, I'm a can guy. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah. I have There's no shame in my game. Uh, whenever they try yeah. and present a plastic cup to me, I resist. Uh, but it might be a cup game before, uh, before long. And, and basically, you're talking about close to 20,000 people three stories high of fandom is how I always like to describe it. And it's completely surrounding the 16th. So it's one of the coolest scenes ever. And if there is a great shot, which there was back-to-back days, but Saturday was was just the unbelievable uh, reaction from all the fans. And, yeah, beer bottles were flying. And that's the last thing I think anyone wants to see as far as someone gets hurt. But I think the tour would probably, even though they you know they don't want to hold the right hand up and, and and swear to this, but they probably love the fact that this got a, that this it gets its share of attention every year. Yeah, it, I mean they definitely push it to the limit, and you know they continue to expand and build. And you know at the end of the day, a lot of money goes to charity in in the Scottsdale and Phoenix area, and that's it's all great. But uh, there's a limit. It's funny. I was out. Uh, I was covering uh, Keegan Bradley. Jordan Spieth, and I'm trying to remember who the other player was in the group. And we start; they started in the back nine, mm-hmm. and they were finishing on the front nine. And I remember, you know, and the great thing about this is you know what's going on around the golf course because you can hear it. Huh. I mean, you absolutely can hear it. And I remember we were on the second green, and they were finishing, and Michael Grillick, and we just heard this big noise. And that's you know, he says, what happened? Another home one? I said, no. I said, the Harry Higgs made a par putt and decided to pull his shirt up. And then, you know, Joel Damon did something and decided to pull his shirt off and throw it around like a, you know, a, a you know, a towel. And I said, <laughs> and he just kind of shook his head and, uh, you know, we walked over to the third tee. Yeah, it's not what we're used to, but again, I I embrace it at the at the bare minimum uh, once a year. But yeah, uh, Joel Damon took his top off and then did he just went straight helicopter, uh, and then even picked one of the bottles up and took a swig uh, before they exited underneath the uh, the grandstand. So it, it was crazy. All right, so let's get to the uh, the the winner. Okay, three extra holes, yeah. sudden death playoff. I appreciate what Jim Nance said. He said kind of what I think a lot of people were thinking I was as well, is that in golf's overtime, both guys get a shot at it, uh, as opposed to the NFL yeah. uh, when, <laughs> when one team potentially doesn't. But 
I thought it was a real important win for Scotty Scheffler, especially against the reigning FedEx Cup champion in Patrick Cantlay. Well, you knew he was going to win. I mean, it's just a matter of time. And, you know, obviously there are guys that have been on tour that everybody predicted to win and and maybe not, and it took them a while. Uh, But Scotty Scheffler was going to win without any question. And and kind of the cool thing is all the players that were really in the mix uh, until ultimately it was determined, you know, who won. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody had chances and, and, and liked him. I mean, yeah, I like the fact, you know, it's, it's great for our sport. Our, our golf is, is good in so many ways, and that's certainly, certainly one of them, and, and, and different events have gone to extended number of holes, and that's fine because it's a major championship, and I have no problem with that. You know, you will come out a winner uh, eventually. But, no, it, it was cool. I was a bit surprised. You know, Patrick was a little up and down. Uh, early on in the week and then a little up and down on Saturday, but you knew he was going to be there on Sunday. You know, Kepka was there. Uh, you know, Shoffley was there. Uh, obviously, the the, hit, uh, the gala, you know, the, the rookie was there, and, and what a story that would have been. Uh, and it seemed to be, you know, they were talking about the gala the whole week and, and certainly the whole weekend, and all of a sudden, oh, there's Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know he did shoot 62 still on Saturday, but now it was, it was good, and again, you've you have to wonder. And if you, and if anyone looks back, and and they were watching the Ryder Cup, and look, I mean, Patrick Cantley was part of that as well. And and Patrick Cantley's mo is pretty subdued and you know focused and all that. And Scotty Scheffler is a bit opposite. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they went three holes, but you almost have to wonder did that atmosphere help Scotty Scheffler, or did it hurt Patrick Cantley? Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's a great point. Now, Scheffler could have used that crowd, closed it out in regulation, hit a beautiful shot into 18, and then just didn't oh, yeah. hold the putt. Probably had a little uh, adrenaline running through the, the, the vein, and that probably cost him to miss that putt. But the, the one thing about Scheffler is that perseverance and that pursuit. He was only one off the cut line, Carney. I know you know that, but he goes out, shoots 68 day one, Shoot 71, just a flat line par on Friday. Cut line comes at two under. He's sitting at three under. Barely made the weekend. Goes out and shoots 62. Runs up the leaderboard and then able to get it done on Sunday. Yeah, and it's it's really part of it is uh, really how good how good the golf course is and and when you play a golf course like that and it happens quite a bit. Uh, guys making the cut they can make a run where you know no one's really running away from anybody uh it, it happens it happens at tpc river highlands it happens at harbor town uh it happens at honda mm-hmm. uh, which is coming up in a few weeks where the cut line between the guys who are leading and those making the cut is tends to be a little little not tight but within reach yeah and that's exactly happened with scotty scheffler and uh you know he was just all guns on saturday and you know, it was a bit up and down on Sunday as well, but, you know, he put himself in a position to win, and, uh, you know, that's all you can expect, and that's all you hope for as a player, and, and that's exactly what happened. All right, hanging out with Mark Carnival. You can catch him uh, with all the golf that you can take in, courtesy of ESPN Plus with PGA Tour Live. Also, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, past Rookie of the Year winner on the PGA Tour. Uh, I want to touch on a couple of other guys before we get to uh, the Genesis Invitational. Uh, you mentioned Sahith Thagala, California kid of Indian descent. Parents came over from India. This is a world talent. Uh, get ready to start 
figuring out how to say Sahith the Gala. Uh, he reminds me of Finau uh, because he just kind of he'll, he'll just go for it, big size guy. But he puts it in the water at seventeen. That was costly, man. Yeah, it, it's but that happens. You know, you gotta. I've always said this, Joe, and I and I believed it, and even my father related it to me. You know, you have to risk losing in order to win sometimes. That's a great point. And uh, you learn from it. Uh, You know, he saw his opportunity. He believed in himself, tried to make the, you know, pull off the shot. You know, you accept that and and you move on. You take that to the next time you get that chance. And I would assume like, you know, like Scotty Scheffler and Tony Finau, uh, I mean, you know, they're going to, he's going to get his chance again. I mean, he was a Haskin Awards winner, the Jack Nicholas Award winner. So we know he's a, a darn good uh, a golfer. Uh, he, he certainly proved it in, in, in college, and he's proving it uh, on the PGA Tour. And, you know, you just, the thing is, you don't know when you're going to get that chance. You have to be prepared for it, uh, and he will be prepared for it again. And he may not come across the winner's line again, mm-hmm. but he will know how to deal with it a little more and then, uh, you know, maybe make different decisions based on that. But, uh, yeah, he's – and on top of it, he's a good guy like Tony Finau and, and most of these guys out there. I mean, they're all good guys, but, you know, everybody has a different personality. But he seems like a very nice, pleasant, uh, enjoyable guy to talk to. And, uh, obviously, again, I think we'll continue to hear more see and more and hear more from him. All right, so give us a couple of thoughts on Riviera. It's the Genesis Invitational. Uh, you will uh, leave beautiful, sunny Florida and head to beautiful, sunny Southern California, head to Pacific Palisades. Uh, who do you like? Uh, the Riviera layout, a.k.a. Hogan's Alley, uh, a lot of demand on shot making. Uh, who do you like as far as this week is concerned? Well, it's obviously it's one of my favorite golf courses, if not the favorite golf course we play on the PGA Tour. Uh, back to when I played, uh, just just classic. And, you know, we've been really fortunate with the weather on the West Coast, Joe. I mean, it was I was out there four weeks uh, prior to this week, all in Cal- you know, California and Arizona, and the weather was spectacular. A little cool in, in, in San Diego. It's going to be similar in, in L.A., maybe a little bit warmer, but the weather's going to – no rain predicted. Uh, so it's been, been fortunate. And like we saw in San Diego, like we saw in Scottsdale, I think we're going to find a firm and fast golf course and how could he not like Patrick Cantlay? Um, you know, I mean, you mentioned the FedEx Cup winner. Uh, appears to be playing well. You know, certainly a, a number of other guys. Finau's been close there a bunch of times. You know, is he going to pick up another win in less than six months when he was looking for that second one for, for, for years? Uh, so many players, uh, ball strikers, very important. Length is important, but it's not – the most important thing out there, obviously, DJ has won a bunch, uh, has one out there. Bubba Watson has one out there. So people might say, well, that, you know, that, that part of it doesn't fit. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't, these guys all hit it long enough. Uh, if you can hit, hit your golf ball, control it. Uh, putting, uh, you know, can be a factor. Challenging greens. Uh, I expect the rough not to be long. You know, it'll be, it's challenging because it's Kokuya. So a lot more challenging what we saw than we saw in Phoenix. But I think we're going to see firm and fast conditions, and I think you really have to look at guys that strike the ball. Uh, Justin Thomas, yeah, uh, probably. Um, Jordan Spieth is kind of a – I'm a bit surprised after his play at Pebble Beach and 
how he played last week. So still kind of searching for some things. You know, he's made a bunch of swing changes. I think Xander Shoffley, you got you to put him in the mix. Uh, I know Roy McIlroy is making his, uh, you know, debut of this, you know, this part of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good players there. I know that. Golly, you honestly, you start naming them and you just think about it. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, yeah. Hideki Matsuyama, and I might be missing one, but they are all, as far as world-class players, are also – also coming off a top top ten finish this past week, Kepka was as well. Yeah. He finished T three, um, and so that's some super super horsepower uh, rolling into Riviera. Not to mention, as you said, Rory coming over, and then Victor Hovland also coming over. So yeah. that th- that's a lot a lot of possibilities yeah. as far as where you might put your money. Yeah, I'm going to be doing radio this week, but I can guarantee you there are going to be some unbelievable groups on PJ Tour Live. Uh, certainly the first two days, uh, as, as they cover all that. I mean, wow. I mean, it's, uh, you know, they talk about feature groups. I mean, you're, you're going to have probably quite a few feature groups, uh, this week. It's going to be fun. Uh, and these guys know they got to step up, you know, without question. Yeah. I mean, that really is it early, early, early. If you can grab a little momentum, pick up some important FedEx cup points and be one of the players that these other guys are talking about. Uh, when you shift from the West Coast to the East Coast, uh, it's definitely going to be fun. Uh, anyone that you might jump out right now and say you like, by the way, Zalatoris has got, a, I would think, the game that can match yeah. up well with their uh, with Riviera as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's, I mean, I, I, you know, again, I think you got to look at Cantlay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you know, probably Rory. Uh, I followed Hovland a little bit last week. Seemed to be off mm-hmm. on some stuff. Uh, don't know. Um, yeah, I mean Rom. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you know Max Homa's the defending champion. Uh, he's been playing quite well. You know, again, Finau. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be tough. But uh, you know, if if I had, uh, I would I would put Patrick Cantley in there for sure. Okay. And, and uh, you know, uh, you know, Kepka looks like he's pretty much in form. Uh, DJ, who knows? You know, you never, you kind of never know. And Rory, a little bit of the same. But, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a fun week. But if I was going, if I was forced to put money on something, it, it, I'd probably go with Cantlay for sure. And, I, mm-hmm. and, and maybe, a, you know, a show or whatever they – however that works, I don't know. Well, <laughs> you'd be getting – you're the only guy that's single-digit right now, at least according to one of the websites I'm looking at, Bet Online, is he's at 9-1. to one. Cantlay next best. Yeah. At fourteen to one, JT DJ both at eighteen to one. So you can get some good choices with a decent payout uh, near the top. Morikawa and Hideki, Rory, Xander, all about the same. A twenty to one choice. Who's who's the who's who's the favorite? Uh, Rom at eight to one, or excuse me, nine to one. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. <laughs> Wow, I, I might go for one of those guys at twenty to one. I know, you know? I'm telling you, that could be yeah. a nice little yeah. haul right there. Zalatoris at twenty eight to one, Scheffler, and uh, Cameron Smith and Victor Hovland all kind of huddled in there around twenty five, twenty two to one. So, good stuff, yeah. Carney. I love it, man. Yeah. By the way, you won the first bet, so we're we're gonna have to put uh, some more down uh, each week and see what yeah. we can come up with. Okay. That's a. Uh... That sounds good. Uh, I mean, can you believe, Joe? We're 
less than a month away from the players. It's incredible. It it, it happened yeah. so fast, and and this this is slid up in the calendar a little bit because it's early March. Uh, it's I think what are we saying the eighth through the thirteenth as far as players week, yeah. uh, but man, it, it just happens so dang fast. And from all accounts, and you may have uh, a thought on this real quick, uh, it's in great shape right now as far as growing in beautifully. I I, I haven't been out there. I'm trying to remember. I, I probably wasn't out there. I haven't been out there since before I went out to. Uh, uh, nope. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. Monday before I went to Pebble, which was two weeks ago, uh-huh. I went out and hit some golf balls and looked at it a little bit. So, yeah, it looked spectacular then. And I guess the cool weather has helped a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's going to be another fun one. I mean, I, you know, all the events. It, it's, I mean, golf is just crazy, as, as you know, and you follow it so much. And, you know, we're now into this part of the season where now there's a huge event at least one huge event every every month, you know, to the end of the season, uh, and of course you throw in the you know the match play and and, and some other events. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> it goes by quickly, Joe. It just flies, dude. It really does. Uh, all right, listen, great catching up. Have a safe trip out there. Hopefully, we'll be able to gather up with you uh, as we make the uh, the shift from Riviera uh, to uh, the the bear trap coming up uh, when they head to the Honda. You got it. Take care, Joe.